0: Of staggering stories. We know you can hear us, Earthmen. We are unleashing upon you a podcast so terrible you will quail with fear. And even that indestructible Ponce, Captain Scarlet, won't be able to stop you. Who does he think he is, Captain Jack? And welcome again to the show. I'm Crumbly.
1: I'm Fake Keith.
0: I'm Adam, and I, once again, I'm <laughs>
1: Classic. 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 (laughs) Classic. Now, I'm afraid we have no Jean today. She is serving
0: the country again. No,
1: she's not actually. Not this time. Oh, no. No, she's she's last seen heading away from Cairo on the back of a camel accompanying six swarthy Bedouins.
2: Yes. Mm. So
1: she's having fun. Yeah.
2: yeah, (laughs) But not tell Wynne Oh, no. Wynne,
1: ignore that. It wasn't true. (laughs) Yes, it was. But she'll be back next time. If we can
0: barter for a few donkeys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few?
2: Well, you yeah. know.
0: Well, a couple of camels. Yeah. <laughs> and now, trembling with anticipation, it's time once again for the news with El Presidente. Doctor
3: News, then there's not really very much no. uh, but there is a new trailer for Waters of Mars I don't know much about it I haven't seen it myself I have it was premiered at Comic Con
4: mm-hmm. on the
3: BBC website and apparently it might explain the four
0: knocks the four knocks on the door mm,
2: could, it could do it could, could, could do. do from what I've seen but again premiered at the San Diego Comic Con classic Keith is irked by this and quite rightly um, I haven't seen it broadcast on BBC anywhere not sure it's been broadcast. On any TV well, anywhere. Well, again, it's, it's premiered in another country. Yeah. Also, if you go on YouTube, I mm-hmm. think there is a, another one that was premiered at the San Diego Comic Con, yep. which is The End of Time, which is meant to be the Christmas episode. Yes. That isn't even up on the BBC that site.
0: is true. Ah, but all the best things get premiered at the uh, San Diego Comic Con.
2: Oh, I'm not denying that, and and one day I would love to save up and go mm. to the San Diego Comic Con, but my point still stands. It's a British programme, surely it <laughs> well, should yeah. be shown in this country first. <laughs> Keep the flag <laughs> flying, we stand <laughs> up for the British Empire, where our rain used to go, where the sun never sets, where we had tea at With the drop of a hat.
1: galloping a little far to the right here. Oh sorry,
0: sorry. That's my job, that is. (laughs) I've got my Union Jack waistcoat (laughs) on. But anyway. Um. No, well, the reason why I said that because uh, yeah, the trailer for Tron 2 got aired yeah. there. So. Mm. Oh, I, I, I well, said all
1: uh, the best uh, things were trailered there. <laughs> <laughs> poke me with your pen! Thank Would God, you I like
0: know. your pen back?
2: Yes. I'm not denying that, and I recognise that the San Diego Comic Con is an event mm. and, and
0: things are premiered over there. It just, it just mm. be
2: nice to, to yeah. once for a while.
0: Yeah, have it aired in its home country first yeah. of all. Yeah. What about Panopticon and things like that? Mm. They don't really do
2: those major conventions anymore. Oh, really? In this country, I don't think there's a major con event <laughs> There's plenty con
1: <laughs> events. <Yeah. laughs> well, there's
2: quite a few. I mean, look at the government. But, no.
1: You lot should count yourself lucky. You can just turn the podcast off. Please don't turn the podcast
4: off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I have to put up with this morning, noon and night. Moving on.
4: Rapidly.
1: Futurama. Woo. Ooh. Good news, everybody. Last time, we told you how the cast had thrown a strop and weren't signing their contracts because mm-hmm. nobody was meeting their money demands. They throw a strop. But now the strops have been unthrown. Oh, and Katie Sagal, Morris Lamarche, Tress McNeil, John DiMaggio, and Billy West have all sealed a deal with 20th Century TV What's It on Friday.
0: We are thrilled to have our incredible cast back.
1: Futurama creators Matt Groening and David X. Cohen said in a statement.
0: The call has already gone out to the animators to put the mouths back on the characters. Okay. What do you
1: think the X stands for?
0: Nothing, apparently.
1: No, it's hmm. not Xavier or no, something. It doesn't like he
0: doesn't say
3: anything at all like the X X. you put that in to make your call yeah
4: Yeah. okay
1: Xena (laughs) as late as last week according to the Toronto Star the network was threatening to replace the original voices of Matt Groening's cult hit cartoon to the point of actually announcing a casting call for the voice actors to replace them
4: the Mm. compromise
1: agreement with the studio paying more and the actors accepting less comes after the announcement of a 26 episode pickup by Comedy
3: Central so that's very good news
1: I'm happy they've signed but I don't think hmm. it's going to make much difference because as I said before I think the um, straight to DVD thingies were not as good as the
2: series my personal thoughts they only got one really correct that was the uh, Benders game the role playing one Mm, we'll wait and see Mm -hmm. we live in hope we do I'm an optimistical type of chap
0: more alien news Mm. Thank you. Ridley Scott has been confirmed as the director for the fifth Alien movie. Uh, It says in Variety magazine, "Mm, it was said previously that um, Carl Rinch was attached to the director. (laughs) (laughs) Not to his (laughs) face. To (laughs) his face.
1: One one of those (laughs) those (laughs) conjoined twin things.
0: (laughs) So I just thought of (laughs) a Carl Rinch face hugger. (laughs) Sorry. Well, apparently it's going to be a prequel Yes, another prequel, folks mm. As to the 1979 classic that Ridley Scott directed It also says that John Spates is on board to write the screenplay mm. Ridley Scott's got a lot, lot of fingers in lots of pies at the Yuck. moment Doing Robin Hood with Russell Crowe Oh,
4: really?
0: Mm. And The A-Team As well as the <laughs> adaptation of Joe Haldeman's The Forever War yeah. There's There's of Russell
1: Crowe? Yes oh, According to that font of all knowledge, The Daily Mirror
0: oh. mm. Not
1: the not oh. mail and Russell Crowe was filming Robin Hood in Virginia Waters
0: mm-hmm. yes.
1: which is a place yeah, a nice
0: <laughs> <fight>. <laughs> it doesn't have the same ring as Sherwood Forest and no. are a bit cramped
1: <laughs> and he ambled into a local charity shop stood in the queue whilst other customers were being served and asked if they accepted donations was taken out of the back by this a uh, little meeting. old lady who just didn't <laughs> recognize him at all and handed over a thousand quid towards their. Uh, their Project, and it's only when someone looked at the book and realised he'd signed his name Russell Crowe that that's who it was.
4: There There's a moral little old lady. to this: an old pounds.
1: lady shouldn't be able to serve.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they should be packed off somewhere. They should be in my charity shop. <laughs> Bargain close to the left.
1: So, kudos cheap- to Russell Crowe.
0: Cheap CDs to the right.
2: <laughs> There's one here. There's a the new sci-fi heist TV series called Slingers. In Is this
1: like a cross between Stingray and Sliders? I don't know. I
4: don't no. Slingers. Mm, this no. is the
2: first I've ever heard of it. Slingers is set well, it's in... A oh, it's a catapult. That's a slingshot. Uh, uh, no. uh, uh, All
0: right. uh,
2: Sorry. I am speaking.
0: <laughs> that sounded very shatner <laughs> I, I am speaking.
2: speaking. Wash your mouths out <laughs> uh Slingers is set in the year 2960 and follows man's first interplanetary war. Ooh. Humanity is now clustered into a finite But still vast section of the universe Known as enclosed space We won a war against an aggressive alien enemy But at a cost And mm. the way back to Earth is now cut off By an impassable barrier A side effect of a blast that finally pushed the enemy back Show takes its name from a group of people Thrown together aboard an experimental spacecraft Which is capable of slinging itself to any point of space
1: oh, That's where they get the title
2: Mm -hmm. Ah. The theory it's the only craft capable of getting home. Why am
0: I thinking of the Heart of Gold? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Reality the crew are using it to carry out a series of high tech heists and get even with those who are now exploiting their positions in the post war hierarchy. Mm. It is still very much in development. They have just wrapped on the filming the Sizzle Reel? Is that how it's
4: Mm, Sizzle Reel? It's a porn.
2: Yeah, It
1: sounds like,
2: yeah. Basically, a full cast and crew trailer, especially filmed to help sell the idea to potential backers. But not a porn. Not a porn film. It seems <laughs> like they, they haven't done the film, they've just filmed the trailer for me. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Sizzle reel. <laughs> it's currently getting post production treatment with a great deal of CGI. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's the brainchild of Mike Atherton. The cricketer. No, no not the cricketer. Not the cricketer. Oh. AKA Sizemore and stars none other than Sean Pertweet. Oh, Sean oh. Pertwee. Yes. The yeah. son of the son of the our very own head. Head of
0: Pertwee. <laughs>
2: Hello, Hello head, head of Pertwee. Of Pertwee.
0: He's looking away from us for some reason. He's yes. concentrating. He's studying the back of Adam's bookcase for some reason. Oh, he's yeah. actually
1: staring right at me and it's freaking... <laughs> 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 Ooh, can you grab his nose and turn him
0: a bit? <laughs> right, my bite. coming to get, get you. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. He's looking right at me now. <laughs>
1: It's <laughs> freaky, isn't it? all
0: those pertwee rays. I'd like
1: to say that I'm not even going to bother with Slingers because I find it totally unrealistic that man's going to get all the way to the year 2960 without attacking someone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it sounds interesting. It sounds like a Firefly to yes, me. Yes. Uh, mm. sort of trying to get back at the wrongs in people in power. Yeah, so, and the main crew who are doing heists. And yeah, the other yeah stuff there like definitely that. seems to be a Firefly vibe, mm. whether it's gone sort of Western or, or Blake 7. And is I love the matter.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Well, as the saying goes, watch this space. Aye, I'll get somewhere.
2: Any more news? I have an addendum. Go
0: addendum. on then, flash
2: your addendum. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's back to the part that I mentioned last time, was the character option figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, browsing the web before I came out, I find out that they bought out another Doctor. Which one? Uh, Another one? Yes. How's yes. Is, this, is this the radio version? No, it's no, just no. A stand? I, I, I got <laughs> A radio me,
0: mic. <laughs>
2: I, got a, I think this one is a bit of a cheap swizz. <laughs> As think, opposed to the others. <laughs> I think it's only been done through Forbidden Planet, but they've got the Sixth Doctor, post-regeneration. So basically, what they've done is taken the Sixth Doctor's head, put it on a Fifth Doctor's body, and painted mud onto it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Okay... OK. Oh,
4: Lord. know uh,
2: it's interesting, because I've only seen pictures of it, but is it the Sixth Doctor size? Yeah. Because I remember Colin Baker saying that to get into Peter Davison's coat, they had to slice open the back, because yeah. it was mm. too small for him. So. Yeah. Well,
1: if this is the way they're going, are they going to release the Seventh Doctor with bullet holes? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Do?
2: Why not? Well, my final addendum is Cardiff Bay, the tourist office in Cardiff Bay, which was the doorway, the front to uh, Torchwood HQ? Oh yeah. Currently has a bunch of, couple of bunch of flowers, photographs, and in memorandum Oh, oh no. For Yanto oh, so People Lord. have come along and put messages, and so, so. I don't know how true this is because I read it in um, uh, someone's forum. So there's no photographs to collaborate this at the moment, but I think it's rather nice.
1: I think it's rather sad. Yeah,
0: it's sad too. I'm not sure, doing that, that. Sad but, but nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was perfectly acceptable in 1984 to go into mourning when Peter Davison regenerated into Colin <laughs> Baker because that was genuinely sad and depressing. But, you know, this is silly. No,
0: no more of uh-huh. his round, open, open bland, bland face. face. What about the dressing gown? Oh,
1: <laughs> like his dressing gown open. <laughs> now, now.
2: Now, now. Family really? show
1: sorry
0: <laughs> was he showing his twiddly bits
3: <laughs>
1: El Presidente do you have an addendum
3: uh, the Hugo Awards have just come in oh yes, oh, yes.
1: who won who won who won
3: uh, not Doctor Who this time no. first time in about four, four years, years. Yeah. yeah. but it did come second and third in the dramatic short contest yep yeah. is beaten by Doctor Horrible sing-along blog oh. <laughs> uh, that's deserved that's mm-hmm. deserved yeah.
0: no we can't argue with that so.
3: right. and coming second is Silence in the Library oh yeah mm-hmm. by the vast Amen. Coming third is
2: Turn Left by Russell T Davies. Yeah, both good choices.
4: Mm. But yeah.
2: I got admit, I think I've got to go with um, Doctor Horrible. Have you? Indeed? It's a good job because
4: it yeah. won.
3: Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I must also admit that Science and Library wasn't quite up there no. well with his
2: previous two. No.
1: Guess what it's time for
2: now. Um, Pray tell us. No, no, guess. Cutting my toenails? They're very long. They are
1: Purr very long, but no. no.
2: Okay. Plum,
0: plum pudding.
1: pudding. Oh, plum pudding's plum. always nice. But, but, but it's the
0: wrong time of it year is. for plum pudding. It? Uh, yeah, it's a a too festive. So my, so no, plums it's are all, my plum's almost ready. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Keep don't know your, plums about your plums out <laughs> 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 The rubber ring. Try sitting on the rubber
1: ring. And with that horrible, horrible thought, let's talk about Doctor Who.
4: Oh,
0: In our previous podcast, we've um, dwelt quite a bit on the Doctor. But the one thing we haven't discussed fully or in any great depth is the TARDIS itself. I mean, Ooh, it's always it? been there. Excuse me. It is a time and relative
2: dimension in space machine type forty. <laughs> what a geek! <laughs> forty TT <laughs> capsule. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Shortened version type <laughs> yeah. forty TT capsule.
0: I mean, okay. doctors may come and regenerate and go. Yeah. But the TARDIS is always there, immutable, unchanging. Kind of. Except when it does. <laughs> well, <laughs> part of when it falls off a cliff in the Curse of Peladon
1: and changed into an organ. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> you pipe
4: organ.
5: Uh uh beep
0: beep so, we're going to devote the section to the TARDIS in all its incarnations. Her. Kiss. It. It. Type 40 Mark 1. Oh,
1: Lord, here we
0: go. <laughs> Come on, then. Should we start with the outside?
1: Oh, yes.
2: OK. What can we say about the outside? It's, it's been... blue. Yeah, it's been stuck <laughs> as a police telephone box for the past...
0: 46 years.
2: 46 televised years. Oh,
1: mm. God, he's going to tell us how many gallop-fraying years oh,
2: <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Go on. No, no, so that's the point. We don't know how many extraneous stories haven't been televised. Why is the TARDIS so brilliant? classic Keith. One of the things that I like about it is it keeps going wrong so it's got a personality there.
1: I'm sorry, no, no, my computer at work keeps going wrong but it has no personality. <laughs> For sure. I think
2: it has. I'm positive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Good morning Dave.
2: <laughs> what I mean by that, it, I can count three things of my favourite. Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Serenity mm-hmm. and the TARDIS. Okay. And the connection between them all they're is... They're all a bit rubbish. They're all a bit rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: they're all rather ramshackle. Yeah, for want uh, of a better term
2: as a, TARDIS can go anywhere in time and space and do absolutely anything just not necessarily how you want it hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's the race question why does he never fix it? we have seen him attempt to fix it in the past yeah and it looks, to my mind, sort of like a, a piano. I.e., a piano tuner needs certain parts of equipment to tune it perfect. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that certain equipment, you'll tune one thing and knock two other things out of alignment. Mm-hmm. So the, he fixes one thing, but in fixing that one thing, it will knock some other no, things. Knock something <laughs> else. I mean, the, the best example is uh, Attack of the Cybermen, your favourite. <laughs> yeah. He fixed the chameleon circuit; it yep. worked perfectly. Wow, but. Yeah, it worked, but in a more a more outlandish way. Mm-hmm. It would choose even more and more bizarre things to change into. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because what did it change into after it was um, an organ? Uh, f- f-
2: uh, it changed from a police box to a gaudily painted cupboard, tea yeah. stand. Mm, mm, that's it, it yeah. yeah. And then from the tea stand, it changed into uh, a pipe organ in the middle of a garage. Yeah. And then from a pipe organ in the middle of the garage, it turned into some set of pearly gates in the <laughs> middle of the cyber mm. control. Mm, yeah. yeah. So it was sort of going more and more outlandish the further yeah. and further it went.
0: Yeah, but fortunately, I mean, the episodes where the TARDIS actually changed were mercifully few oh yeah mm, because could yeah. you imagine the sheer outcry <laughs> if, <laughs> if it they happened you know, if, they fi- yeah. if they fixed it and it changed its appearance in every single episode yeah
2: it, it they just, couldn't it just wouldn't work I no. mean for one thing cheap, one, no no <laughs> one thing it's been more costly they're like going to have to build a new TARDIS prop each time yeah.
1: well no they can just pretend it's blended into the background
2: <laughs> invisible
4: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: that tree like invasion yeah yes. and it does have a personality there I mean the the falcon's got a personality and certainly serenity has got a personality Mm. but they're still inanimate objects yeah where the TARDIS, you have the feeling that there is an intelligence in
0: there. Well, there is a certain mm. degree of sentience here yeah. without doubt. I mean. Yes.
2: Does that explain how the Doctor is always getting into these situations? The TARDIS always dumps him into this yeah. situation? I think, yeah, mm. I think to a certain extent, like you were mentioning with Rose, mm-hmm. well, with Rose and Bad Wolf last time, Yeah. yeah. the TARDIS certainly um, navigates and can read the timelines to a certain extent and will dump him where he's yeah. needed. Mm.
1: We've got a classic example of the fact that it's sentient when um, at the end of Journey's End yeah that's right when they were sitting in Bad Wolf Bay and he was taking his own sweet time saying goodbye to Rose yeah. and the TARDIS basically told him to get Rumble a move on and,
2: certainly <laughs> the news there has been various examples turn left when uh, Rose touched the uh, console and it just glowed as, mm. as if in its sleep it recognised turning her. over yeah. in its sleep
0: and uh, well Journey's End Yeah, where uh, Donna goes to make her exit from the TARDIS and the door slams in her face yeah
2: that, that's what I was, what mm. I was yeah, all, about to it's around. just
0: saying to you sorry I've got plans yeah. for you
2: who or what mm. closed the door?
0: Yeah. Mm. I think we're all agreed there is a certain amount of a- awareness there. Yeah. I mean, whether it actually equates to um, intelligence or sentience, I mean, yeah. that is debatable, that is. Left-field existential intelligence.
1: I don't know, didn't he say that TARDISes were grown and they weren't built, which yeah. suggests in itself that it's a life form.
2: Yeah, originally, in mean, new classic series, that wasn't mentioned. New series, yes. Yeah. I think one of the deleted scenes of the uh, fourth series is... Our Doctor handing Doctor A a piece of coal for mm. him to grow his own TARDIS. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. it, it's one of the deleted scenes uh-huh. on the beach. Oh, uh, what else do I love about it? Dimensionally transcendental? Yeah, the interior. All the different little rooms...
1: Which we haven't seen enough of.
2: We have not seen mm. enough of them. I think the um, only thing mm. we've seen in the new series is the wardrobe, wardrobe room, yeah. mm. which I still loved. It was still nicely impressive. It was.
0: <laughs> well, but, s- seeing eleven percent of it was jettisoned. You know, sort of a,
2: well, well, that's the whole point. the Tardis is growing. so. Mm-hmm. So
1: more rooms have we seen down the years? We've seen the zero room,
0: zero the, room, uh,
1: yep. the console room, the uh-huh. tertiary console
2: room, yep. the wardrobe.
1: Yeah, we've seen yep.
0: various wardrobes. Yeah.
1: Adric's room. Yep. Yep. Nissa and Tegan's room. Yep. Mm-hmm. Why the hell they had to share though? I
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Big enough ship.
0: Uh, <laughs> the, clo- the cloister. Cloisters. Yep. yep.
2: Two versions. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've seen Romana's room. We have. <laughs> There's the chamber that had the food machine in. There's also
1: yep. in Edge of Destruction the room where Ian was sleeping. Yep. And the yep. room where Susan was sleeping. Yep. Which were pretty dull.
2: The boot <laughs> closet. The boot.
1: Oh, with be. the pair, one with pair of boots. Marcin <laughs> Dragora <It> opens up <laughs> <the whole laughs> massive,
2: gravy room and just. Two shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bathroom. Swimming pool. bathroom. Swimming pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 There's a medical bay apparently. That was seen. Thing, yeah. Invasion of time. Lots of big hall, brickwork halls and corridors.
3: Yeah. A greenhouse. Yes. When did we see the greenhouse?
2: Uh, again, invasion of time, oh. burned memory. Right, so we've got a carnivorous thing that tries to eat us, and town Oh, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, art gallery, which art, is uh, art gallery again. Invasion time. so, so a power room. Yeah, because we had what is it? Two whole episodes, a whole episode that was aboard the TARDIS, mm. yeah. was running, trying yeah. to run around with the Tarns. Ah. Yeah. There's an attic as well. Apparently, an attic. yeah. That's actually. <laughs>
1: so, a, given uh, what attics are, this attic must be the biggest room in the history of the universe, yes. because it covers everything.
2: <laughs> the lo- hasn't been. So Seen, but the library's been mentioned oh well yeah. so is the corridor with the bins in
1: yes <laughs>
2: yes
1: i assume there must be a kitchen well yeah.
0: yes well if there's a room with the bins in does that mean the doctor's got to wheel it to the edge of his property it, I mean?
1: when, when's his recycling day <laughs> when's his rubbish collection day that's it
0: yeah what is the definition of the end of his property in the tardis i mean yeah
1: and <laughs> is he paying council tax to have it collected <laughs> and if not why not
0: the interior has the ability to be
2: infinitely large mm so where is the edge of the territory mm. Yeah. Mm. wherever you want it to be at. exactly exactly and of course there's been variations of the TARDIS interior as well yeah it's desktop th- themes mm-hmm. the desktop themes <laughs> <doesn't it? Yeah. laughs> there is, I'm going to have to see if I can send it to uh, El Presidente but somebody has created a leopard skin
0: desktop TARDIS mm. Ew, oh no. pimp my TARDIS yeah <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll
2: have to send it to him maybe Matt Smith's TARDIS oh <laughs> well that's meant to be being redone but mm, yeah that's uh, that's 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 uh, uh, we've got the coal Look, mm-hmm. we've had the wooden effect, the wood effect, which was the eighth doctor's, eighth and the, f- well, the fourth doctor. Well, the tenth doctor has got the coral desktop, mm. yeah. I think the eighth Doctor had the Edwardian setup. Yeah. The Edwardian Mm. desktop. Mm. The seventh and the sixth probably had the technical setup. Yeah. Technical. With all the buttons (laughs) and the switches and the sparkling lights. Uh Yeah. uh, I don't know what you'd call uh, the. The fifth
4: Doctor. Lovely.
2: Well, no, no,
1: (laughs) the the
0: console. The The console. (laughs) Oh, dear
1: bland really oh, yeah the yeah.
0: 80s console yeah, yeah the 80s, <laughs> yes with
1: the piping around the edge yeah.
2: Yeah, um, the um, micro yeah <laughs> and then we had uh, the secondary control room which was all wood panelling and stained glass windows yeah
0: I mean oh there's the uh, movies as well I mean oh, Doctor God. Who and the Daleks I mean yeah. it was well, really a that... console wasn't it no, well but... no everything was just str- it's very Hayes Robinson yeah, yeah. but he did admit to, yeah, he mm. did admit
2: to building that himself ah quite how he got it bigger on the inside G- oh there's something that you stumbled across there's yeah. what is it uh, time occupies it's all its space so all the space can occupy the time that's in it I think.
1: i'm sorry but i prefer <laughs> which box is bigger that one well if you could have that one here yeah. but keep it the same size that's yes.
2: mm. and that one here but keep it over there yeah. and the big box would fall into the that's little one that's silly <laughs> that's transdimensional engineering I live with this <laughs> 24-7
1: what's all this nonsense about temporal grace and that and only working when it's convenient for the plot
2: ah uh, well you see ever since the Cybermen damaged the console, uh,
3: mm-hmm.
1: was this in Attack of the Cybermen yep mm. no it was in Earthshock
3: Shock, yeah ah he got it wrong <laughs> how did they attack the.
1: Console. Yes. How? Because <laughs> surely. If the TARDIS is in a state of temporal grace, yes. weapons cannot be fired in it. Yes,
2: yes, yes.
1: So perhaps if they stood outside and fired it in... May, it
2: may have fired in. I, I can't quite remember. But they oh. didn't! <laughs> well, actually, if you if you look at it, it was a 40 solenoid on one of the balance consoles uh, throughout the trans-dimensional warp-fold matrix. It's talk bollocks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, but there again, I mean, I'm sure um, allowances are made because I'm sure they're shooting at Adric.
1: Oh, fair enough. <laughs> but, it, but he was wasn't even
2: there. I think it goes along with the ramshackledness of the TARDIS. Mm. Uh, Sometimes bits of it are working, sometimes aren't. Usually down to what the uh, writers need at the time. Mm. I think Davison's Doctor briefly touched on this when... I think at the beginning of Arc of Infinity, they're running around repairing bits and pieces like uh, uh, the volume control for the scanner. OK. <laughs> you know, because previously they couldn't he- actually they hear, anything, hear anything, anything on the scanner. Oh,
4: OK. <laughs>
1: All right, then. so yeah. you, you've blithered away about some <laughs> temporal grace. Yeah. What about the HADS mechanism, whereby it disappears whenever it senses danger? That yeah. doesn't work very well either, does it?
2: <laughs> oh, no, no. Actually, that is probably the only thing that works... It's perfectly well. It well, disappears when it yeah. senses danger. Why didn't it disappear when it was sinking into the lava in the middle of journey's end it works perfectly well except for one small point what's that the doctor needs to have it switched on so he's not actually switched it on no it is <laughs> if you go back and watch the crotons it does actually mention that it's lucky that I had that switched on uh, why did he ever turn it off
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
1: because well, whenever they land <laughs> him and his companion would trot out get ten yards down the road and the TARDIS is vanished behind them <laughs> stranding <Lymph>. them. <laughs> I'm yeah. off
0: Oh, well, maybe <laughs> it turns itself off when it's sent his home it's sounds like Dugenta peris- peril-sensitive sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> There is one thing that I would like to point out, that there seems to be a slight discrepancy through, t- through TARDIS's. Uh-huh. Two Doctors. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. Time Lords gave the Second Doctor
1: a Statenheim, a remote, Statenheim control. remote
2: control. Yep. To, so it could, uh, he could call it back when he needed it, and it disappeared. Mm-hmm. The Sixth Doctor, who's older than him, always wanted one of those. <laughs> yeah, so but, it's not on his TARDIS.
1: Yeah, but yeah. he's um, the Gallifreyan equivalent of Temple Orphan. It's a different timeline <laughs> that had been formed when they went back in time, and because it's Gallifreyan, it's ten times more complicated than normal. <laughs> so he would
3: never have had one. No, he just took it off him and wiped his memory. All that. <laughs> <laughs> One last thing then. What about the door? Oh yes. Why can you sometimes see out and other times you can't? Well,
1: uh... And why do Roman soldiers march up into the air when
3: they approach
2: it? <laughs> because they were very small. OK. Oh. Probably something to do with the dimensional bridge. OK. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> She's they would burnt the dimensional bridge. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. You no, no. see. A...
0: Burning bridges, burning bridges, never
4: make me cry. I'm singing.
2: I ah, know. Is that what that was? <laughs> in the classic series they did actually have uh, a device when the mercury exploded in the TARDIS (laughs) they had a device which they pulled out the wall to closed down the interior dimensions. Right. So the interior and exterior dimensions are separate and they're
0: Mm. connected by a dimensional bridge.
2: Oh, me
4: now!
0: (laughs) Sorry. It's all coming out now.
2: I'm a nerd, I admit it. <laughs>
1: oh, God, <golden> mother. <laughs> you were right.
2: <laughs> so, uh, obviously, and, and this TARDIS has been revamped and modernised and yeah. new desktop, so he, he shrunk the dimensional bridge so he can actually look in and out.
3: Okay. But before he did that, they had to wander
2: out through the dark, through the yeah, black. Yeah, sort of. Like in the adventure game or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Like with a blindfold on. <laughs>
0: there,
2: there is one thing that has annoyed me. Well, one? Star Trek. You get all these wonderful floor plans and deck plans of all the starships, mm-hmm. and the, there are no interior designs. Yeah, floor but the Enterprise or,
1: doesn't grow.
4: You
2: can pretty I,
1: much set what the deck plans are for the Enterprise, and you know when you go about the next day, they're not going to have changed. Well, I, I'm talking.
2: <laughs> I'm talking about merchandising deals here. You got wonderful books of all the plans that they had, such as the bridge, such as mm. bays drawn out and sold right yeah. lots of money ka-ching the BBC <laughs> can produce six or seven versions of the same TARDIS
1: or they could just keep adding to it they could exactly. do one of, these, mm. one of those £2.99 a yeah, month yeah. file things up and down. they just make yeah. up they get some poor little work experience kid to make up a room for the TARDIS yeah. <laughs> I would love to
2: have, a, a have the s- bordello room yeah.
4: <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love
2: to have a set of floor designs in books the dungeon of Ooh. various <laughs> panels and various consoles that would be my geek heaven i know yeah I know. <laughs> i'm gonna shut up now
1: thank you classic keith that was brilliant yeah. <laughs> you are the geek master
2: <laughs> oh thank you ha. Oh.
1: OK, just quickly, yeah. our favourite TARDIS
2: moments. Yeah, I've got one. Go on then. Visitation. I may have mentioned this previously in the past. The android has got into the TARDIS. Uh, yeah. Nyssa has got the vibrating machine.
4: Right. <laughs> Ooh.
2: And, and detonated the android. There may yeah. have been some peripheral damage to the TARDIS. Yeah. Adric and Nyssa move the TARDIS, take it off to try to get to the doctor in the house. Something has gone wrong. It's not materialising. Again, it's wonderful acting from Peter Davis as he stands there with his head in his hands <laughs> not looking as the TARDIS sort of blinks in, blinks out, blinks oh, okay, in. Yeah. And it's because okay, so the Nissan and Adrix are sitting in the TARDIS and they're like, Well what are we gonna do? It's damaged. Um what would the doctor do? I don't know. Uh whack and the <laughs> thuds the side of the console, something clicks in and it materialises. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a bit rubbish. Oh, yeah, a bit rubbish. And like I said can go absolutely anywhere in time and space that it just doesn't quite work. <laughs> also associated to this is same episode is getting Tegan back to 20th century Earth Heathrow they get it spot on it has landed at Heathrow 400 years early yeah <laughs> 400 <laughs> years too early gets exactly where you Which, need to in go in the grand
1: but, scheme of things is just a minor belief in, yeah, in the,
0: in the whole hmm.
2: annals of eternity 400 yeah. years isn't much it's nothing no, no.
0: well one that sprang to mind for me was in uh, Father's Day where everyone's in the church where they're mm-hmm. hiding from the Reapers and uh, the doctor's there saying right okay I'll just you know, sort of summon the TARDIS I've got the key and so he puts it well where the key would go if yeah. the TARDIS is there and you gradually sit, you know, see it start to coalesce and at that moment Rose is given the infant version of her, herself Oh yeah! and all of a sudden you're just think, you're just sitting there thinking no no no
4: don't do it don't do it don't do it
0: <laughs> and you just see the TARDIS go <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it <laughs> fall to the floor. Mm. I think
1: all my favourite versions of the TARDIS are when you get the little sound and it's there, just in yeah. the nick of time. Oh. When he's thrown against it yes. and he's yeah. saved his life, when Sarah Jane opens a cupboard and there it, it is, is just looking yeah. at her. Yeah. Although All those moments. The, the, the little yeah. shiver down the spine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry, when you said that, I thought of Evil Monkey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 but, Um, Sorry to butt in but when it's first seen in Rose first episode
3: oh and
1: it's just sitting and there on yeah, the corner she, she mm.
2: runs down the street and it's just there
3: yeah. half yeah. in a shadow and that's one of the two I was going to say actually not that but right at the end it's not really a TARDIS moment but the bit where she just runs for the TARDIS to oh. get in it
1: oh mm. runs round it
3: but no I mean right oh, there where she join, tries to join him and she just runs straight and he just stands aside and let her yeah. run in but the other bit I quite like the idea of is uh, when the master materialises inside the TARDIS yes. oh in Logopolis, Logopolis yeah, mm. of kind of recurring. Cursive. Cursive. Tardis inside, Tardis inside. Tardis inside. Yeah. Like
1: being in a lift surrounded by mirrors. Yeah, yeah so but <laughs> I'll,
2: going back slightly to your rose bit also another one just popped in my mind is Martha's first version of a Trip on the TARDIS oh yeah as she walks in <laughs> and he's leaning against one of the pieces of coal inside and she says it's, it's big on the inside, inside. In the, and uh, tenant's m- m- doctor is it. mouthing it yeah. in,
1: is it really? <laughs> that's something they didn't do enough in the old series is no. the complete befuddlement when you first walk into the TARDIS and I hope yeah. they um, come it's up with a... lots of new ways Amy's
2: first time yeah.
1: Grunhilde mm. Nobnack. Sorry,
2: Grunhilde yeah. Nobnack first time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> OK, so that was our little bit about the TARDIS. Sorry, that was classic Keith's little bit about the TARDIS.
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really am sorry. Slight enthusiasm <laughs> got away with me. I, I do apologise, and and we'll be writing to you all personally in an
0: apologetic way. Sorry, sorry. Yeah! we've all been watching a DVD yes we Ooh. have didn't do much just sat there on the table mm, yeah. yeah I'll put a drink down on it oh. <laughs>
3: oh what DVD have we been watching it's called a mash-up movie right and it is by the people who made the staggering stories of Ferdinand de Bargos yes Yay. Yep. Yeah. years ago many 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 moons ago they're back at it trying to sell a 90 minute film yeah. On the same idea they've taken clips from old films yeah, particularly black and white but yeah. also I think uh, most of the copyright is beginning to run out of the I think that that's the idea yes yeah. <laughs> and they revoiced it all mm-hmm. with a whole new story and rather poor jokes very good very <laughs> well, poor jokes good but a, a very, <laughs> yeah. a very
0: farcical story
1: yeah, yeah. yeah very good although well, the Sean Connery impersonator <laughs> uh, the King yeah. of
0: Mars, yeah, King, of King, Mars, Mars. Yes. King of I
1: Mars I was particularly happy with yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we didn't we
0: didn't shall we have a quick pricey of um what it was all about mm.
1: you
3: knew what it was about <laughs>
1: yes. it was a plot <laughs>
0: Yes, it was.
3: Oh, indeed. Go on, then. OK. It all revolves around the Falcon, or the Falcon, the if you The Falcon. Prefer, who is a detective from
0: well, the 40s. A down-on-his-luck detective.
3: Yeah. And, indeed, is a real film character from the time <laughs> that they've taken. And he's, yeah, he's not a very good detective. No. Everything he does seems to fail. <laughs> <laughs> so we find him doing impersonations mm. as a sideline to yep. keep him busy yep. whilst he hasn't got any detecting to do. <laughs> and he does an amazing impersonation of... Barack Obama. He strange strangely
0: enough. And he's demonstrating it to a class full of girls. Yes. Where his voice starts off really high and, and then it goes down low. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Unknown to him, though, the uh, Queen of Mars is watching.
0: Yes, and she has a bet. I think, point out, the hormonal Queen of Mars. <laughs> oh, yes.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: You've been pre menstrual for five years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she has a bet on with the King of Mars. Mars. Mm, yes. yes, yes.
2: What's the, the bit, nature
0: of the bet?
1: She could make one person destroy Earth, yep. isn't it? Yeah.
0: Namely the Falcon. Yeah.
3: Destroy the Earth and the Word of mm. One. Unmanned yep. <laughs> And of course The Sean Connery King of Mars Is against shit. this That yep. <laughs> she sees This fantastic impersonation Of Obama And knows she's found Her man mm-hmm. So her plot Is to get The Falcon To uh, <laughs> say some rather Inflammatory Yes yeah. um, well, Inflammatory
0: and derogatory yeah,
3: yep. And revoice mm-hmm. The real Obama which, During a conference <laughs>
0: and the entire
3: world Will descend into Chaos into... Chaos and anarchy Wasn't yeah. it
1: It was basically Childish mockery of mm. everyone from <laughs> the Iraqis, the Iranis, the French, the Germans, the Chinese, yep. the Australians,
2: yep. the British.
1: Mm,
0: yes. yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was it? Um, well, I won't say the, the actual not word not he, said. It. Uh, it, yeah, he <laughs> but said. Exactly, it
2: was uh, the French can beep, 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 and the English, the British are beep, 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 and yeah, the and Germans and are beep, beep, beep,
0: beep, beep. beep. And, you know, sort of, uh, well, I won't say the word, but sort of, you know, sort of, screw the Australians, screw the French, screw the... You know, sort of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and so on and so forth, yeah.
3: It was amusing. Mm. So the Queen of Mars sends an agent, agent yes. Agent so a rather, rather
0: pneumatic agent.
3: Yeah, played by a porn star apparently called Devon.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, she was in Boogie Nights. Oh, really? Yes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I was
1: sitting there watching this thinking, where have I seen her before?
3: <laughs> <laughs> and she is, of course, complete bimbo yep. <laughs> and she finds an old colleague of the Falcons yep. to uh, get into contact with
2: him and he um... was, was the unluckiest detective mainly mm. because he'd worked with the Falcon yep. yeah. and what was his name? Barrett Blade that's it Barrett Blade Barrett Blade, yes. Yes. Barrett Blaine, the most unluckiest detective in the world do yeah. do do
3: do. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of odd because all the scenes with this agent yep. her, and this Blaine. Barrett Blade chap Ring colour yeah yeah, everything, everything, else, films, and mm. joke. everything <laughs> else is black,
0: black and, and white, really yeah. and black and
2: white. <laughs> even when you got Blade talking to the Falcon in a diner yeah. <laughs>
0: one's in colour one's in colour one's in clay, black, one's and black, and black and white, yes. black and white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: they're both completely different diners but they're meant to be sitting next to each mm, other yeah. well done <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then uh, to help solve the uh, problems that have occurred yep. once the recording is
2: made on a necklace and what have you yeah, they work it out and need to get it back but who yep. works it out uh, Sherlock Holmes yes. is brought in
0: yes the only thing Sherlock Holmes is a rather severe drug habit.
2: Yeah, more so than he ever had in the books. Oh yeah, <laughs> a lot more. What, what is it? You've got the scene where you've got Hercules, who's actually the drug mm. pusher, yeah. <laughs> or, or the drug's baron, lifting up a massive, very big water Great. iron case, mm, yeah. and then so right, there's Sherlock Holmes' drug supply for the month. <laughs> <laughs> no, For a week. Oh, well, That yeah. was it for
3: a week. <laughs> Quite bizarre. Yeah. But very well done. Very, very funny,
2: I thought. Holmes Particularly. Mm for me certainly the, it, there were certain standout jokey bits there were quite a few gems in there mm. it's a Basil Rathbone yes mm.
0: yes Nigel Bruce yes. 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 yes
2: so it's a classic Sherlock Holmes brilliant
3: impersonation of both of them
2: as well oh you? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, so I thought the guys who were voicing Sherlock Holmes and the King of Mars <laughs> yeah. you could definitely tell who <laughs> they were they meant mean? to be oh yeah, yeah definitely. it was a little
1: bit long yes in my opinion just a bit mm-hmm. long yeah. I think an hour would have been enough
2: well I mean
0: hmm. well, as, um, I suppose they had to have Sort of, well, padded out to a feature film length so. yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: as I was watching it I was just wondering what market is it going to be aimed for are they aiming it for a theatrical release or a strip TV release because a couple mm. of times you had uh, certainly the announcer man and Gregory Peck at one point mm, doing a yeah. recap halfway <laughs> yeah. through it yeah well having a
3: little email conversation with one of the producers uh, Jeff Atkinson apparently they are aiming for a theatrical release right. mm. but they're still trying to make a custom yeah. deal mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no idea where it might eventually appear, but that's, that's their their hope. Yeah? It was
1: extremely funny.
0: Oh, con grief, yes. I mean, especially where um, a young woman was pushed on a cliff and she fell on top of a, a very young Jack Nicholson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Who cool. didn't,
1: didn't actually show. say
0: anything. No, no. No.
1: And he was in colour as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. She was
2: in back and no, white. No. He was
0: in techno colour. That's oh, it, yeah. Very, yeah. very glossy. Mm,
2: yeah. You
0: know. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, the scenes on the, uh, whether it's a spaceship or the uh, king and queen of Mars' uh, base yep. the two flunkies you operated all the machinery <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. don't touch that switch I that switch <laughs> <laughs>
2: that sorry whenever one of the characters threw away a cigarette off camera you heard ow <laughs> 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 That's what I did with the necklace, well.
3: Yeah,
4: oh, we're not going to
2: go there. We are not going there. No, this is a family show. This yeah, is the Falcon's second-in-command. She's Buddy. Curly. Yeah, the Curly. large guy. Curly, mm. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> Whenever they cut back into, him, it's been at, seven
1: minutes since I was last <laughs> here. What's <laughs> happened? Did you know I disappeared for seven minutes? I, just, I wasn't there. It's only two minutes. Only this two time minutes it's getting this better
0: time. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm back almost immediately. <laughs> yeah, this happens sort of gradually throughout the film. The period yeah, of time yeah. he is away gradually decreased
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, when are they hoping to release this? No idea. No
2: None idea at all. None at all. they're after a backer, so it could yeah. be at any time. Yeah. It's well, seeking out. I yeah. think mm. it, could, yes. could, it could end up like uh, Gene's favorite film, which is. Morris Men. Oh, Morris life with Bells on. That has mm. been searching for uh, an agent or a backer for yeah, a you know, some kind of Yeah, distribution mm-hmm. agent. But it's very good. It's yeah.
3: very much in the original vein of, of The Stabbing of Ferdinand the Bars.
2: It does feel a bit different.
3: Yes. Because it's a different format. It's not kind of 25 minutes, yeah, and a half it's hour a different. hour. Different mm. yeah. It's not quite so surreal.
0: <laughs> oh, I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's surreal, but
3: not quite mm. surreal, no. as surreal as original yeah. series, I don't think. You probably couldn't keep it up for 90 minutes and anybody have it. any idea what's, no, going, what's going, going on. on. <laughs>
2: they did manage on the old TV they did manage to wrangle them, tangle themselves into quite a few knots
4: yeah
2: I was a bit disappointed that old Dr. Arnold McFadden didn't make an appearance
3: yeah, no no, I'm afraid, no I'm but, mind. Yeah. but
0: there we go the laugh out moments for me were um it was um a classic Sherlock Holmes uh, yeah, scene where um, <laughs> in the original there was a fire in a, in yeah. 221B <gasps> Baker oh, Street sorry
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. yes
0: and yeah. um what they turned it, what, <laughs> what had happened was um <laughs> in mashup movie let's just say Sherlock Holmes been having sort of having a pop party. You know, sort of uh, Watson had passed out and had to be helped to a window. <laughs> yeah, well, while well, Sherlock Holmes is saying that was the best skunk I've ever had. He's there,
3: breathing deeply, <laughs> smoke all around. Him. <laughs> and what they made Hercules into?
4: his wife.
1: His wife singing a song oh, about yes. how Hercules does not like boys. He's a manly man.
4: He <laughs>
0: likes only women. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oh, when Julius Caesar sort of starts his sentences off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's um, interesting. Very. Very. <laughs>
0: Yes, where Julius Caesar and his army sets out to take out the world because the director of the film's been shot. Yeah, mm. the humour is very scatological, very left field. I mean, yeah, yeah. as I say, I mean that suits me down to the ground. that it, that does.
1: <laughs> He's hoping they find a backer. Mm, oh God, yeah. yes. yes, very much yeah, so. Yes,
3: yes. To we'll be out there in some form or another shortly, but so, we'll d- let you know. Does it have the podcast seal of approval? Definitely for me. Yeah, does. Mm, yep. Very much so. Okay. Yes.
1: Which leads us on nicely to another thing that has the podcast seal of approval, at least from this corner, (laughs) Red Dwarf. Right, we've been watching a DVD, another DVD. Oh, yes. Yes. We've decided to do Red Dwarf from the beginning. I yeah. think
2: that's under somebody's suggestion a couple of podcasts yeah. ago, but I can't remember who. <laughs>
1: Don't panic, we're just doing the first series at the moment. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's quite enough for, for one yeah.
3: of you. Oh,
2: more than enough. So, ooh, this
3: was back in 1987. Mm-hmm. 87. Yeah. Depressing <laughs> yeah.
1: that? It's older than your eldest construct.
3: I know, I know.
1: Brief. Yeah. Did we all
3: <laughs>
2: see it when it first aired? I,
3: I said. I saw the first yes.
2: episode uh,
1: I think we did
2: I think I'm going to be in a minority here but sure we did
1: or did we see it as repeats
2: I think we may have seen it repeats uh-huh. I definitely remember the <laughs> Red Dwarf Bug season 3 Oh three. that's okay. when I remember started mm. watching it because I remember mm. you two you and Vadian started raving about it oh,
4: okay. I
2: do actually remember watching a couple of episodes of season 1 and personally I was not impressed oh
4: really I must confess first
2: neither was I mm.
1: Oh, oh it was from the beginning Interesting. classic Keith didn't have a sense of humor in those days <laughs> no 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 he was a grumpy old man
0: <laughs> well my opinion when I saw the first episode where um, Lister is uh, you know, sort of placed in stasis the whole scenes with the funeral for his crew member mm. and George, uh, George yeah. that's right I mean it was amusing but it didn't catch me sort of it didn't yeah. grab mm. me
2: and um, looking at the negative uh, watching the entire season in its whole mm-hmm. there are some gems there oh, certainly yeah. I love future echoes mm. Yeah. The concept on Future Echoes, but what strikes me now, as struck me then, it looks exceedingly tacky. It looks, yeah. it looks crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's how bad wobbly set
4: yeah
2: that's how all gray on wobbly sets. oh I, yeah i don't and, mind it. and the the concept certainly annoyed me with back to earth annoyed me on that yeah i know it's a primal part of red dwarf mm-hmm. but i don't like the laughter track certainly when the jokes aren't funny and mm. for the first series there's not a lot of funny things in there personally i'm quite really surprised that it got to a second series certainly got to a third
0: series <laughs> yeah, Look, looking on the first series in again. a way that's a a blessing in disguise. Oh yeah. is. I, mm.
2: I acknowledge that certainly with British television, it's given a lot longer to pull its act together mm. than yeah. say an American television. American television, I don't think this would have survived. It wouldn't have done. No, no, no. The two pilots, same yeah. didn't get anywhere.
3: Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm very different. I'm quite a big fan of the first couple of seasons, particularly and even the first season.
2: Well, I mean, certainly on your recommendation is the reason why I gave it a second mm. chance when it hit season three. Mm. It does change a fair bit in season three, but we're yeah. getting way ahead of us. I'm Oh yes, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're, we're concentrating
3: on season
1: two. No, I, I personally think the first and second series were among the best. Yeah, I love the whole tacky look of it.
3: It's <laughs> mm. kind of purity of concept, a purity of universe as well. There, yeah, they, they're not meeting gulfs and simulants oh. every week and
0: yeah.
3: Yeah. alien. Yeah, it, it literally is.
1: It's it stays true to the theme song. Yeah. 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 I'm all alone, more or less. Yeah. And Holly, my all-time <laughs> favourite character. When they brought him back later on, I thought didn't think he was quite right, but
2: the first <laughs> 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 right, right in the head. The first no, no, he'd been done. He'd <laughs> been <laughs> to visit the bet.
1: Holly in the first series is the best character in the series. He's just genius.
3: You <laughs> say very well written. Oh, completely. I think they all are, actually. Oh, yeah. Also, the characters are fairly fully formed, but they're quite. real... They get quite caricature as the series goes on. Red Dwarf the series, season one. Especially Rimmer. And the cat (laughs) completely
0: changes Oh, good grief, yes. Well,
3: the cat
1: was um, very much a one-trick pony or a one-joke comedian. You know, mm. there's only so much you can do with him.
2: Yeah, maybe. Uh, The flip side is, I personally, I don't warm to the characters in the first series. Don't you? Lister's a slob, Yeah, basically, Mm. uh, a wastel. There there are a lot of rough edges to them, which, which, to my mind, gets polished off a lot in the second series. And certainly on the third, all a bunch of unlikable characters. Really? To, to my yeah, for the first season, to my mind. Mm.
1: Oh, I think Lister. I thought Lister was
3: wonderful. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Rimmer was the hardest one to like, in my opinion. The cat was just, in the first series, was just fantastic. Oh, really? God, it, yeah. just, yeah. you know, well, I,
2: absolutely blew me in, away. In, but... in, yeah, in the first series, I wouldn't say cat is unlikable. The cat is a cat. He's a cat, exactly. Mm. You yeah. yeah. just,
1: just want to cuddle him. <laughs>
2: I, I, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I mean, I can look at some of the things that he does and look at our own couple of cats. and, and think, like, yeah, yeah. OK, yeah. That, yeah, that's that one. Yeah.
1: And there's absolutely no malice to it. Oh, God, He's no. Just no, he does is what he does because that's what he is. Yeah. Mm. He, he is, is the cat. centre of his universe.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will agree with um, class, yeah, classic Keith in one <laughs> respect that in the first series, I mean, Lister is an amiable slob.
3: Yeah, mm. he becomes becomes a hero though, doesn't
2: he? By the end of mm. the, you know, by later series. Oh, yeah, by by later series, he faces up to his responsibilities, so to speak. He's more in the in the following, certainly in the second series, he's more of an unwilling hero. He's okay. still the hero, but well, you know, he's is an he,
0: anti-hero. Yeah. yeah,
2: he's doing it because there's nobody else to do it mm-hmm. in the first series I wouldn't even call him that he's just a slacker yeah exactly that's, yeah. What, he, yeah, that's like... what he should be
0: <laughs>
1: last man in the universe you know why do you have to be a hero well. yeah. just sit in your bunk watching zero G
4: football
3: <laughs> <laughs> kick football mm. I suppose we should quickly talk about the premise although anybody here probably knows what Red Dwarf is about brief, yeah. but there is a mining ship the Red Dwarf with a crew of 169 people at that stage yeah. it uh, <laughs> changes over the course oh, of the series <laughs> <laughs> and Lister, because he's brought on an animal, yep. a cat, onto the ship. Frankenstein. Mm, Frank- mm-hmm. Well, Frankie. He's yeah. put into stasis as yep. a punishment until they return to Earth on their trip back from the outer planets. And there's a little problem in that all the crew are killed in a <laughs>
0: nuclear... Was it a radiation street? leak? Yeah. yeah.
3: cadmium yeah. 2 or something like that. And the ship just carries on going for three million years before it's safe... Dave we've woken up and he's all on his own. Right. Apart from a hologram mm-hmm. of his most hated colleague <laughs> and a cat. Well, a life form. Something
1: that descended, really. descended like
3: a super evolved cat. Yeah. Who doesn't and, seem to have a name of his own.
1: And the computer. Yeah, the computer that's gone slightly mm, yeah. senile. <laughs> yeah.
3: that is all there is in the first season. There's no yeah. other life forms at all.
1: Nope. And I, th- I think it worked wonderfully. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and unlike classic Keith, I can fully understand why they gave it a second series because all the potential was there, mm. and there were enough moments to make you laugh to tell you that the series was going to be good. Mm.
3: <laughs> I think so. It's obviously quite a low-budget thing.
1: It,
0: it, mm. it, like mm. I, I said, to start it off with, yes, it
3: budget. <laughs> limited <laughs> number of sets. Sets are yeah. particularly grand. No. There's no outside I think, shooting at all. Yeah, I
2: seem to remember somewhere uh, that one of them, either Grant or Naylor, was unhappy with the paint scheme for the set. Yeah. So he got them to put in a load of shelves that were meant to paint, give a little bit of variety, different colour of shelves. Right. So they put the shelves up and painted them great.
5: <laughs> well, that's kind of
3: classic red dwarf yeah. 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 depressing ship yeah. it is yeah. and you know you can kind of believe that from a mining ship
1: and the scutters the little robots, oh, they're they're basically
2: hoovers yeah. with
0: abusive hoovers yeah. abusive
2: hoo- hoovers yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <and> <laughs> that apparently were like the original canine i either turn the cams on and they'd shoot off in the left direction they couldn't control mm. them oh, do, yeah
4: <laughs>
1: Noisy buggers as yeah, well. Oh, was, yeah.
0: <laughs> mm, when does Crichton come into it? Second series. Oh, right. uh, mm.
2: the, Crichton's in one episode of the second series mm. and then he's permanent for yeah, the third series. series. Yeah. yeah, recast for the third yeah. series. So, in
1: the first series, what's your favourite episode or favourite moment?
2: I think certainly favourite episode is certainly for the concept for me, as I've already mentioned, uh, Future Echoes. Mm. Mm. Very good idea, that.
3: Yeah. Hitting light speed and seeing the future.
2: Thinking about it, I think also another problem I have with the first series is, like I said, I didn't come in until the third series, and I'd read the book. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And I read the book before I saw the first series, and the book is expands it. Oh,
1: the book is excellent. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. Uh,
0: which one?
2: Um, Infinity. First, Infinity Welcomes oh, yeah, drivers Careful
0: Drivers, in, yeah. Mm. In the
2: first book. I think my favourite bit, and I think it sums up the attitude of the cat, <laughs> is when Lister wants to go back into stasis and takes the cat with him, Lister tells the cat to only take a few of essentials, which you need mm. to survive. Mm-hmm. So the cat has brought three, four clothes racks yeah. full <laughs> of clothes with him.
0: he wouldn't fit in Mm. clear definitely wouldn't
2: fit in there and he's looking at you can only take suits two suits or you're dead two suits is dead if I cut off my arm can I take three <laughs> <laughs> which is the cat's mentality mm. yeah. Yeah. certainly in, in the first series I think the cat is the best character
3: yeah
4: mm. I yeah, yeah I'd say too, so
1: yeah,
2: yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah
4: by Wade far walks
2: around yeah just shuff, himself. Yeah. Shuffle <laughs> on, shuffling <laughs> on his feet and every now and again pulling out a mirror how am I looking yeah. I'm looking good <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think for me it's anything with Holly and he's mm. just so laid back. Well,
0: I mean, I'll agree with that. I mean, sort of his sense of humour is so dry. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, I particularly liked the, the April the 1st joke where he convinced Lister that only him and Norweb, the Northwestern Electricity Board, had <laughs> yeah. any money because uh. Lister had left £5 in a bank account but he'd also left a light on. Yeah, her. that's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that entire thing is taken almost verbatim from a radio show, Grant Naylor, did back in 83, 84. Oh, really? Called Son of Cliché. That's ah. yeah,
2: roughly the inspiration where, yeah, it is, yeah. where Wolf sprang from. Dave oh, Holland, yeah. Space yeah. Cadet.
4: <laughs> I've, I've
3: listened to listen to a few. And it's remarkable. It is so similar, that particular scene.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's very good. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I would have to say any scene with a cat or a holly. Mm. Yep. I
3: know, yeah. I quite liked Me Squared, the two rimmers. I thought that was very well done. Particularly as one of them was quite clearly mad.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. The bit where um, they were trying to outdo do each other about how early they would get up yeah. and, you know, they had to get up 20 minutes before they actually went to bed <laughs> yeah. in
3: the and the everybody's dead, Dave yeah. oh,
4: yeah, we'll I'll give you that
3: all now. <laughs> the, and the,
4: eating... the, the,
1: the many and varied ways that Rimmer failed his astro-navigation <laughs> <laughs> exam yeah. it was a big wet handprint and well, signed I mean... it very carefully then passed out <laughs> well, I mean, then that is... <laughs> what I want to know is, when he wrote all the answers on his body how was he going to get to the answers on his thighs without <laughs> <Yeah>. anyone noticing
2: <laughs> you do wonder drop his dress, <laughs> yeah, <he> is.
3: Is. <laughs> I don't know I don't want to know <laughs>
1: bless him he, he was totally pathetic but in like you said in me squared you did actually find yourself feeling very sorry
3: for him <laughs> Yeah. also I quite like the, the way the um, series is structured you get the first episode which for the most part is the beginning particularly not that funny No. Mm-hmm. then you get the comedy at the end when he wakes up and then you have the problem why didn't this go straight back into stasis yeah, yeah. for three million years that's why they did Future echoes, yeah. so they show the future. So he knows he has to stay awake to have that future come true. Yeah. It's quite clever the way mm. they did that. Otherwise, yeah. the whole concept was kind Would of blown been... out the water. Yeah, but, and then you have the cat. Yes, and they have to explain the cat, and then you see the last <laughs> member of his race. Yeah, above that was sad
1: when the old cat died that made me well up Um, (laughs) apparently the actor had real problems watching the
3: outtakes
2: (laughs) yeah
1: what was it saying I will worship slobbiness or something and he had real problems with the word slobbiness slobbiness
2: yeah (laughs)
1: Yeah. did you notice he had different coloured hands Hands. like Mm. cats have different coloured Mm.
4: paws
1: (laughs) that was very sweet
3: then they had the whole thing of Lister trying to persuade Rimmer to turn himself off for uh, an afternoon or an evening or something so Kachansky could be brought back yeah That kind of goes on for the rest of the season
1: the, the scene where Rimmer had to actually taken over Kachansky's image was, <laughs> was it Claire Grogan Claire played Lund. Kachansky yeah, right, yeah. she oh, deserves much kudos for that it was <laughs> I've seen how, something you, you haven't well, how a woman can say I'm having a woman's period without <laughs> laughing <laughs>
3: wasn't quite so convinced by the whole uh, hallucinations becoming solid no. thing that oh, was what, a um, bit uh, what was it paranoia confidence and paranoia I'm I liked mm-hmm. that it's one. a good, yeah, it's a good yeah. episode, but the concept didn't quite seem as real as the rest of the first right. season. The first season was quite grounded in some kind of reality. Mm. Well, that
1: was a was bit slightly out
3: there. Although the guy
1: who played Confidence was. It was good, <laughs> <laughs> and they couldn't have been his real teeth. Too <laughs> no, uh, white, yeah. 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 <laughs> Typical
3: painted problem <laughs> That's the kind of the first sign of Red Dwarf had become later, where yes. more and more outlandish yeah, stuff yeah. it mm. just explained away as just some random science. I mean, yeah, it's a bit of a shame we see. I'm sure we will see later seasons <gasps> and uh, yeah. just.
2: Mm, and oh, yes. yeah. So on the whole, for me, this series had potential but needed to be polished a lot more.
0: Mm. Mm. My opinion was, I mean, it was mildly amusing, but the promise of much greater things—it was there.
1: I just loved it.
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: I thought it really hit the ground running,
3: to be honest, Snap. Contention, contention, contention. For me, the first two seasons are something special. The next two, three, and four, pretty, pretty good as well. Yeah. After that, it's a slide down. Oh, mm. certainly, definitely. Yeah, yeah maybe we will get that far and we watch them <laughs> and we reevaluate <laughs> them. Some later ones I've only seen once on TV and yeah. never watched again.
4: Yeah.
1: you've been writing to us again you lovely lovely people and some of you have even been talking into microphones ah. and sending us dodgy file attachments <laughs> thank you we thank you all thank you very much
6: yes.
3: i think so here's the first one the first mp3 feedback who's this from it's from a robert. Hello, Hello, robert.
6: robert hi my name is robert i'm a uh, first time contributor but uh, long-time listener, and first, may I say, uh, greetings, Lady Jean and uh, Lady Fake Keith, <laughs> and uh, greetings, Lord Crumbly and Real Keith. Thank you. And all hail El Presidente. This <laughs> is oh, <laughs> the Staggering Stories podcast go through an advert on the Dog podcast and um, downloaded a couple and was hooked I uh, then went back and uh, started listening to your back catalogue
3: and uh,
6: after I'd uh, mopped up what was uh, left of my brain <laughs> and put it back in, um, I continued listening I've just recently finished listening to your uh, Torchwood special and I know it's a bit late, I'm just hoping you'll uh, let me comment on it uh, in this one Just a few uh, things I noticed about uh, Torture with Children of Earth. First was that um, I was quite glad that um, Gwen didn't lose her baby, because I thought that, well, Gwen was pregnant and there was something happening to all the children, and I thought something bad was going to happen. But in the end, I'm glad that nothing did. As for Jack's family, especially his grandson... Well, when you were introduced to him, you knew he wasn't really going to survive the next five days. Thirdly, I was very emotional at the scenes in the briefing room where they're discussing which children to take. I was thinking, why are we even discussing this? (laughs) Um, I thought that uh, the country should have called the aliens bluff. I mean, well, the world should have called the aliens bluff if they were that determined to have 10% of the children of Earth then they wouldn't kill the only source of drugs, obviously, that uh, they had. And uh, fourthly, uh, you were commenting on Undertaker Guy and how you were expecting more from him. I was as well. He was acting really, really weird. And I was expecting him to be a bad guy, but in the end he just turned out to be a really nasty man. (laughs) Although you did criticise him, fake Keith, for going for the um, environmental suits (laughs) and leaving everybody else to die. And in his defence, and I say this very hesitantly... If you knew where the suits were that would enable you to live, you'd be legging it towards them as oh, well, wouldn't you? Basic human nature. And it's is. like, I'm presuming, it's a bit like on airlines where they tell you to fix your own mask first. And finally, I just thought that, like everybody else, I thought that the uh, 456 were the macro until i told myself it's not gonna <laughs> be the <laughs> macro wake up man and uh, of course i cheered when pc andy made the right choice <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's about all i had to say on the matter really and uh, i hope that uh you use this and uh, you'll let me uh give you some more f- uh, audio feedback wait, wait hang on yeah. a minute what's that well, oh it's mr dalek Ooh. hello mr dalek what are you doing here Mm. Ah, I see If a uh, cyberwoman can be in the Torchwood hub in Cardiff Why can't you be here in my room in the north of England? <laughs> ah, no, wait, 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 no, no, hang on, no, no <laughs> Ouch oh. <laughs> Goodbye <laughs> Ouch
1: Mr. <laughs> uh, well, Dalek is killing our listeners. Yes, yeah, he's nice. out there. Yeah. He's still well, there. Well, how he, he got back from Egypt? He,
0: well, yeah. obviously, obviously, obviously he survived. Survived Egypt. Yeah, and, uh, well that's a shame. That was a nice bit of MP3 feedback.
3: Yeah, yeah. we'll no,
2: get again. No,
3: no, clearly not. No,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your one and only uh, piece of audio feedback. <laughs> if you survive. We'll- mm. We'd like some more. It was
3: very nice, thank (laughs) you. Yeah, good stuff about Torchwood. Yes. Hmm. We have a special bit of MP3 feedback here, especially for Crumbly, there, whose birthday it is, well, tomorrow. Yes. At the time of
0: recording, yes. We
1: haven't sung Happy Birthday to Crumbly. Oh, no. no.
0: Happy Birthday to you. Happy Happy Birthday birthday to you.
4: you. Happy Birthday to Crumbly. Happy
0: Birthday
5: to you. You are. You're very old. I know.
3: So we have a special who
5: astrology here Ooh, a podcast. Hello everyone, it's Michael from the Tin Dog Podcast Hello, with dear. a special who astrology for Andrew Paul Simpkins, <laughs> born during the Reign of Terror. <laughs> you share your birthday with Ron Granger, Ooh. Brian Badcoe, John Gory, and Ian Thompson. <laughs> You were born in the time of the first doctor, with <laughs> Susan, Barbara and Ian in your first house.
4: <laughs> your first house. astrology.
5: When if South you London. are careful, you won't lose your head. <laughs> to rule by fear is not to rule at all. <laughs> Always remember that your destiny lies in the stars. It's up to you to find it. Ooh. Try to get your friends home in one piece. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is a musical yes. day you may not recognise what others have done with your work. You may never hear someone say, <laughs> <laughs> When travelling, be it in France or further, ensure you always know the location of your keys and pack insect repellent. <laughs> and I think that says more than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> anyway, thanks for a great show, guys. Be seeing you. <laughs> oh, and happy birthday, Crumbly.
6: Aww. No. Aww. Thank, Thank you,
2: Ginny. <laughs> Not much can be said about that, really. Yes. <laughs> okay, we have another letter here. Hello, staggering stories. Hello. 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 I've only just recently started listening to your podcast, although mm. I first found you through Mister Dalek a few years ago. Oh. I heard that you had lost him. What happened? Well, as you've just heard, <laughs> he got lost found? by mm. the pyramids mm. in Egypt. Yes. But he's been found, and he's on his making his way back. By the sound of it, oh, okay.
4: <laughs>
2: Although I live in the states, I'm a huge fan of Doctor Who. Doctor's my favourite, also my first Doctor, and you know what they say. I'm not sure what you really want me to say, so I've enticed you to read my message on the cast. I wrote you a poem. Please note, this poem is a rather tongue-in-cheek and is not meant to be taken seriously. (laughs)
1: Okay. Read the poem. I'm reading the
2: poem. Oh, staggering stories, what would I do without thee? In fact, quite a lot of things of more productivity. I could write a song, read a book... Code innovative C, but your witty banter and your orphic thoughts near fail to take hold of me. Hmm. Okay. I'm not this person's say it.
1: writing from the Middle Ages. Yes, <laughs>
2: it's a poet and didn't know it. I hope you enjoyed that. And no. in truth. You don't waste my time at all. No, we do. Also, my (laughs) younger brother says, you're awesome. Oh, we're awesome. (laughs) A final note before we part, I thoroughly enjoy your Christmas podcast, despite (laughs) not being Christmas celebrating faith. Doesn't matter. It's the presence. It's the presence. <laughs> so you seem to get by pure, most probably unadulterated talent. Talent.
1: Talent. talent. Oh, I agree with him. He's a wonderful,
2: it. intelligent person. <laughs> <laughs> Deluded. <laughs> <laughs> Provotardo and Grindwald Fulston. Sam 15 and Sage Daniel 11. If you're really curious to know what that means, I'll email you if you want. Please. <laughs> oh, and I nearly forgot.
0: Try flash and boot. Thank you. Well, I know boot means boat. Right.
2: Moi. That one you can figure out if you happen to have a copy of Jane's pocketbook of major warships about the place. 1973 edition. All right he's done now. <laughs> well, thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam yes, and Sage. Sage, yes. yes. And thank you.
4: Sage, yes. <laughs>
0: Ooh, got one here from Leslie. Hi,
4: hello, hello. Hello, hello, Leslie.
0: Dear team, enjoyable and thoughtful discussion of Torchwood. I'm so pleased you reviewed the audio plays. I am a radio play fanatic, and due to the fact I was moving and didn't have internet uh, connection for two weeks, I missed out on the plays. Uh, oh. uh, I don't think there's anything on ad that's already been said. Fake Keith said, the worst kind of chav, but weren't they great, of Yanto's <laughs> South Wales estate-dwelling relatives. Not only do I agree? <laughs> but I have to say on behalf of someone who's lived for two years where Russell T. Davis grew up, doesn't he write them spot on? <laughs> <laughs> oh the fact that one of your feedback has said, I hope those kids got a pony each in heaven Aww. Aww. <laughs> almost made me cry. Oh. I will second jeans Not that I'm jealous Or anything <laughs> On the subject of Amy Pond Having yeah. already endured Many hints from my boyfriend That much Karen Gillen Droolage will ensue uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I must quietly remind myself Of how much David Tennant Slavering I subjected him to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing, though, about the costuming. Pertwee's dandy outfit was supposed to be Victorian. Troughton was 1920s. I think we're getting our ears a bit confused here. Probably. Looking forward to your next podcast. When is fake Keith going to write some more for TTZ? Leslie.
4: God knows. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Leslie.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you, Leslie. We've heard from Sarah.
0: Hello, Sarah. Hello. Hello, Sarah.
1: She says, hey there, chaps, chapettes, and the decapitated head of my favourite classic doctor.
4: He's <laughs> <laughs> smiling at
2: you.
1: Have caught up with your podcasts after my... My laptop being out for repairs Ooh. cracking 50th podcast and I wish you well in the next 50 thank you wasn't Torchwood epic oh. and dark oh, oh, yes. and epic and mm-hmm. dark Definitely. It was just so different and such a well constructed story there were moments when I was going hang on are they going to they're not no way like Frobisher killing his family <laughs> there were just so many twists <laughs> from the first episode when you thought the kind of cute looking Dr. Rapesh was going to be the next Torchwood <laughs> recruit yeah. and then he went and shot Jack and then the use of the children as drugs was just disturbing. <laughs> Killing Yanta was also a shock and really just said, nothing is safe. This isn't going to Jack's sacrifice of his own grandson was very upsetting and shows just how different Jack's character is in Tortured than in Doctor Who. Mm. Tortured really has gone from being a bit of a cyber booby flavoured joke <laughs> to must watch television for fans and non fans alike. Mm. You discussed your names popping up in Doctor Who, and I sit here very smugly and sharing my name with a companion. <laughs> Like the Sarah I share my name with, I am inquisitive, have a decent set of lungs on me, and capable of falling down mild slopes of moderate inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a drunk, then, are you? <laughs> the new doctor's costume looks like he raided Patrick Troughton's corner of the TARDIS wardrobe, or possibly mugged a geography teacher for his clothes. In Maybe. short, he looks like a complete and total dork, and I really like it. <laughs> the doctor should look slightly out of place wherever he goes, and I think this costume gets that across. Definitely. Lastly, I found this a while ago. It's a video made of the head of Pertwee from back when he was still attached to somebody. <laughs> He's reviewing an old Star Wars shooting game on the PC, re- references Doctor Who and the Brig, and says quite randomly and funny, Ah, Darth Vader, I know him well. Mm. She's enclosed a link which mm, we'll so put, put on So I put Indeed. Hope you're all well. Keep up the excellent work. Ah, yes, thank you. It's good. Keep warm. Sarah. <laughs>
0: thank, <laughs> thank you know. very much, Sarah.
1: <laughs> thank
3: you, Sarah. I'm worried. Have one here from Wynn. Hi Win. Hello, win. win. He or she, if you believe some people, says, "Dear team, you've all done very well." Yay! Thank you, Thank you very much. <laughs> This is Win, not uh, Georgia. Uh, <laughs> sincere apologies for not providing feedback to the Big Five O. Unfortunately, with Jean licking the cream <laughs> and <laughs> Kate Keith talking with something big in her mouth, <laughs> cake. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm afraid all blood left my brain and I was unconscious for two weeks. <laughs> That's a record. <laughs> that <is. laughs> On a similar note, can Gene, or rather, Win's muse, please? Stop reading out my missives (laughs) in a delightful Mills and Boone voice. not here this week I'm afraid no, nah, nah.
2: instead you've got the delightful moves and boom voices <laughs> <laughs> oh,
4: yeah. go
2: on
1: put your sexy voice on <laughs> <I> into these podcasts oh
3: <laughs> uh, dear yeah. uh, maybe not <laughs> I listen to these podcasts on my lunch breaks whilst walking along the banks of the Thames in Reading oh. on more than one occasion I've lost balance and nearly fallen in, the
5: <laughs> <water>. <laughs> fallen in the water
3: regarding your tortured episode all I can say is top notch chaps oh good the only point I would query is that rather than get all mixed up in the Yanto's gay therefore the death of the Yanto Yanto's homophobic a load of old tosh in my book I don't
2: think we mentioned so that I, I don't think that actually occurred to me
3: <laughs> that yeah a lot of people have been complaining about that uh, they've they've accused the writer of being homophobic because they killed him off but that would be true of any character in Tosh really? yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. but anyway uh, the point of Yanto saying to his sister that it isn't the gay thing it's just him Captain Jack is that Rusty is trying to say that sexuality is an outmoded concept. It's how you love, not who you love, that matters. Yep.
2: Yeah. Oh. I'll certainly go with that. Very deep.
3: Yeah. Can't wait for the next series of Doctor Who. I think the new outfit and the new TARDIS look absolutely great. Previews for The Waters of Mars also look blooming good. <laughs> I can't wait. I just wish they would air the show on Halloween because it looks like pant wettingly
2: scary. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I think it will be Halloween or at least the day after. Well, they're saying November, Some Mar- I think they're probably going to do it on Children in Need.
3: I hope not. I hope I'm wrong. Lastly, I heard the guess was first November, uh, which would obviously be the day after yeah, Halloween. Yeah, we'll see. Yep. Anyway he goes on to say I'll leave you now like I leave my women always <laughs> wanting more <laughs> <laughs> <I'll win. laughs> certain vomiting sounds here <laughs> keep up the bearable work Bodby. Be with you win thank you win PS yes, sweetie. real reason for the lack of feedback was that my dad was and is seriously ill in hospital following a major operation touch wood he's making good recovery now if I'm in a position to resume my rifle position and push the perv up to 11
4: <laughs> yeah. hope he's getting better yeah, yeah, we, we all hope recovery. that your
2: dad yeah,
0: makes, makes some, a some speedy recovery yeah.
2: and I know Gene's not here, but I'm sure she mm-hmm. adds her hopes to that as well, but yeah. in a much sexier voice, than oh that. <laughs>
0: definitely,
2: definitely and now that's that time again, the time that you, yes, you win, enjoy so personally <laughs> subliminal messages
1: my <laughs> boy.
0: Lucy Rev, wish us happy blue wish, and keep Thank you. Okay.
1: okay. We've also heard from a wine.
0: Hello, a yeah. wine.
1: Hi, Clive. He says, "Hi, crew. I love Torchwood." Mm. <laughs> By the way, please clear June 2012 in your diaries, because I want you all, except for the head of Pertwee, to come to a convention <laughs> oh. with me when I'm 18, please. Oh,
2: oh bless. I, you. I'm sorry. No. Go one, go all. The head of Pertwee he comes, we yeah.
1: can't yeah. leave him behind. And in 2012, classic Heath will be dead.
3: Because <laughs> he is very old. The only problem might be, in 2012, there might be a clash with the Olympics. Oh, yeah. 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 Could be, what, he, are you
1: competing or something? I'm not, but the, per- <laughs> the, shot, per- put. He's in the shot put. He's in the shot put. No,
0: yeah. volleyball.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs>
1: Clive continues. My first review, Serenity. It was great.
0: <laughs> a few words. Right. Yes. short Shortened to the point
1: <laughs> it served as a great introduction to the crew and had funny moments intertwined with mm. saddens when River says bullet in the brain pan I was sympathising and then she said squish and I laughed like a drain <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: by the way fake Keith that's me I know that you're having an affair with Jones the Milk. What? (laughs) So watch out or I'll tell real Keith oops. Bye. Um, (laughs) um, Excuse me. Who's Jones the Milk? Jones the Milk. And when the hell do I find the time (laughs) for this? Oh, and uh, a wine points out that Gene is wrong. Ooh. That he has actually discovered a Keith yep. in Doctor Who. Yeah. Sir Keith Gold from Inferno. Ah. Yeah. Congratulations, Clive, you're a bigger geek than classic Keith.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very job. much for writing. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: If you'd like to write to us, even if it's just to tell us to shut up and go away, you can get in touch by writing to show
3: at staggering stories. Dot Net.
1: Please write Facebook. Oh, we've also got a Facebook site we have indeed we yes. have if you log onto Facebook and just type in Staggering Stories we should come up as the number one group as yes, we are
5: of mm-hmm. course, Beaming. Of course. beam
1: you'll find um, comments on our walls pictures of the lot of us God help you and <laughs> um, a video trailer mm. for your delight
3: video trailer? well
1: sort of I'm it's, have to it's go one there, picture it? with a song attached. Oh, that. It. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So do come along and join our little groups. We need all the friends we can get. Yeah. yeah. And we can thank we you are.
2: personally. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <That's again>.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So sadly, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Oh. Oh. But in the next one, there'll be more of the same. Probably. <laughs> more fun, frivolity, and <laughs> jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. Oh. But until then, from me, Crumbly, I'm saying, bit seeing you.
2: Bye. <laughs> Goodbye.
0: Chat with the wings.
2: Five rounds rapid. Sigh.
0: You have been
3: listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 52 featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fate Keith, and introducing Classic Keith Dunn. The news expressed here are those as speaker and don't necessarily represent those other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended. This podcast is an Al Presidente production of a www.staggeringstories.net
0: This is going to knock my voice this is. This is the voice of Staggering Stories.
2: By Captain Scars all of a sudden? He's running out of ideas. He's <laughs> up there late at night looking through books and magazines, <laughs> staring at the video.
0: What it was, when Paul McKenna used to be on Capital Radio, the introduction to his show was, um... There is no more incredible man on this earth. Ooh, Paul McKenna, Colonel White. Yes, sir, surely. Yes, and they start saying... Din, 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 din. Paul McKenna is so clever, absolutely <laughs> indestructible. Really quite nice... Ooh, dun, 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 dun.
1: That's the first bit for the end. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> Everything you say at the moment is being recorded. There was like,
1: an old lady, lady of seventy-two, boom. There was an old lady of seventy-two, There was an old lady of seventy-two. done a not flu inky pinky Polly. We were six. <laughs> yeah. Big, fat, juicy ones, lips, slimy ones, lovely, 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 lovely worms. Chop off the heads and suck up the blood and throw their skins away.
0: I'll never know how tall I'll grow on worms three times a day. That was
1: a (laughs) brownie song, how do you know that?
2: Ah.
4: (laughs) You were in the
1: brownies.
0: It wasn't just a funny
2: walk.
1: (laughs) He was the tallest, hairiest brownie in the world.
0: (laughs) No, I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Only for the
4: best.
1: I tell you, this whole Michael Jackson being dead stuff yeah, the, dead. Some of the headlines, they're reading like oh, 50s sci-fi They stole Jacko's Jackson's brain, brain. Well, What was yesterday's? Jacko's brain returned
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, they got it in a jar with a couple of mechanical limbs
1: <laughs> I'm still going on tour <laughs> Losing the will to you. <laughs> <Eddie.
4: laughs> Scarlet. He's the one who knows The <laughs> Mr. McCain <game laughs> And things they plan The scene spectrum is green, Captain Scarlet, though the Mr. Ron's plan to conquer the earth, this indestructible man.